All right, all right, all right, Habs fans, hockey fans, welcome to another brand new episode of the Curfew Boys podcast. Your host, Sammy, here with my cousin, Chris. Hey, now. Hey, now. <laughs> there you go. And Zuki, baby, the bass man, the ball buster. How you doing? Hey, now. Not bad yourself. Hey, now. Not too bad, gentlemen. It's been a minute. Doing? Not really. It's been a it's minute. Been a, it's been a day or two. It's been a minute, a couple of days here and there. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are doing good. Yep. The trend, the trend account, is still warm. Uh, yeah, bank account just took a hit today, but uh, well, not that, uh, not, not too too bad. Bank account. I hope it's for good things. What did you buy? I, I, I'm taking my uh, girlfriend on vacation. For oh. I need a break. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, Can I come? Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I bought. I got for both of us. I'm making fun of it because I'm taking every opportunity possible to use this to my advantage and get a favorable <laughs> uh, favorable treatment in all situations Ooh. at home so these next few weeks i'm going to milk it i'm so going to make you're sure not doing dishes to the podcast knows it oh yeah oh yeah no it's 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 funny you're not going to vacuum as well i didn't hear anything everything just started getting done magically so it's it's, it's a funny funny just way throw uh, your dirty clothes on the floor <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, socks. Yeah. Just gonna push the, the limits and see just how far it could go for the next few weeks. Yeah, and, just, just try this misogynistic experiment of yours and see how far it could go for real. <laughs> Use her toothbrush. Yeah, or uh, maybe she's you in the background. She's laughing she... in the background. She's. I, oh, I, yeah, can, she... I could hear. I hear. It's. Uh, it's all good. Oh, I'm happy to hear that. Uh, where are you going? I forgot where you're going. I know you said you were going somewhere. Uh, actually, but just going down, going down for a week in uh, Cuba. We went. Uh, uh, we went to an Ibero Star. Honestly, it's Spanish owned, and uh, it's just another one of their resorts. But the last time that we went down, it was in Cayo Santa Maria. It was uh, one of the honestly one of the nicest experiences that we've had. I know Cuba. Look, some people love it, some people hate it. It's a communist country, this and that and the other. But honestly, the beach was spectacular. The service was amazing. Uh, it was one of the first vacations. You know, when you're on vacation and sometimes you just want to come home and you're like, I've had enough of this shit. It was the first time that I was just like, I don't want to fucking go home. We called we called the travel agent back up and we were just like, what would it cost to book another week? So we're not going to the same hotel, but we're going to the same, I guess, one one of them within their their chain of hotels, if you know, same ownership. So uh, it, it's Ibero Star. So Ibero Star is a world renowned. I went to the Ibero having... Star one in Cuba, but like I know they have a few. They What's had, the one that you... uh, Azul, so... I think it was called. No, it's not the Azul. There was uh, the this one's the Esmeralda. Okay, very nice. Coral, yes. the coral level. So you you don't it's, have a it already sounds fancy. Yeah, it's it's the coral level. Well, coral level is basically. I'm sorry to say, too, but there there are no children. Uh, we're 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 still taking yeah. advantage of the no children situation and uh, screaming children Good. after after Good. months on end of months on end, end of fucking work. It's just we need yeah. we just want to stick our heads in the sand and kind of maybe drink ourselves into a borderline coma, but that's, that's... <laughs> no political statement by saying, sticking your head in the sand on that one. You're literally, no, my political <laughs> statement is I'm leaving one communist country to go to another, but exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. So, um, yeah. Uh, might as well get down to it. Uh, like the, the Canadians are on a bye week after their last game was Saturday against the Pittsburgh Penguins. They're on the bye week. It's the All-Star week as well. All-Star weekend is slowly approaching. And, uh, you know, 
I think the guys need a well-deserved break. Who knows? You might run into a couple of uh, Habs players. Oh no, you're going in, um, in two. Um, you're going um, next week. Yeah, it's not. It's not imminent. No, no, no. It's not imminent. I, I made it sound as uh, though okay. we were packing our bags and leaving, but literally, we're we're only going around the 20th of February. So anybody who knows my vac- my, ah, my location, okay, okay. if you want to come and rob us, you're still fucked because we have a we have a, a deadly cat who will scratch your eyes out, and uh, and we also no, don't worry. But uh, yeah, we're leaving on the twentieth. <laughs> this is a I mean, hockey podcast, guys. Let's let's stray away from the vacation well, stuff. It's, 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 uh, we brought in killer cats, apparently. So, uh, yeah. Did you see pictures of? Uh, did you see the picture of? I think it was Brendan Gallagher, Harvey Pinard, <laughs> Moltambo, and Ilonen. They're with their girlfriends, and they're on the beach, just fucking living the life. There's also we did. I did see that one. There was also the photo of. Uh, Caulfield and Suzuki down in the Bahamas, hopefully doing oh, those two every night. Every night. <laughs> 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 mm. uh, let's let's get that confidence. Let's 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 make sure Cole is scoring this week just as much as every other week. <laughs> or in, in, in like in the the uh, spinning chicklets podcast, they call him the cock. Apparently, that's his, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, apparently that's his nickname. They call him the cock. <laughs> I kind of wonder why. <laughs> Uh, I'm not gonna speculate. I'm not gonna wonder. I, I, I mean, I wonder why. I'm not gonna imagine why, but uh, I don't know. Like, good for him. Good for him. Hopefully, he scores over there too, and he keeps his his goal scoring streak, uh, his goal scoring streak going when he gets back from vacation. But uh, and it, it, you know what? It's 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 kind of funny. Uh, you see the picture of Brendan Gallagher there with the boys. It's it's great that he's there with his teammates and he's there to get away, but. I think it's something we kind of got to talk about his his five game suspension that's been confirmed, uh, you know, over the over the weekend that just passed after his game against the Islanders. Um, so I know Chris, our last episode we were discussing how like he's gonna we're not sure what he's gonna get. He might get suspended. He's gonna he's having a, a uh, he had a I guess a, a phone meeting. And at that time, I was—I personally wasn't too sure, but apparently, a phone meeting means maximum five games you could get. So after hearing that, I'm there thinking, okay, you know what? He doesn't have any history. I'm—I'm I'm assuming between two to four games. I—I I really thought he was going to get three. You know, best case scenario, four. Man, the NHL gave him five, and as much as it. You know, it, it it sucks for any of your your players to get a five game suspension. You look back on the hit, and it's like, it's like, yeah, you know what? It's 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 deserved. And I hate to say it, but and I think Habs fans, like for once, they were actually non biased on this particular situation. A lot of Habs fans on like on Twitter, they're all saying like, yeah, you know what? It's shit like this we can't have in our game. You know, he deliberately elbowed uh, the guy in the head, and you know we. We can't have that in our game, and I, the Habs fans were were in support of the NHL deciding or the NHL uh, players' uh, safety deciding five games. And at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, you know what? I think it had to be done. It was clear, it, man. It it was a clear yeah. hit. It, yeah, there was no like gray areas whatsoever. No, so there really wasn't. People like... came came to that uh, very easily. Came to that conclusion that it was deserved. Look. I also think why he did this, it's like an yeah. accumulation of the last, let's say, three, four years of frustrations in, in Gallagher's career. 
it, it, it felt okay. as if it was boiling up until this point. You know, he's had a decent okay, start of the season. Yeah. You know, he had some nice opportunities early on, and then he started slumping again, and then the media started busting his chops. And I think it's all part of it. And mm. uh, listen, he's a man. Men, not men, but people, you know, they have a boiling point. Things happen. He knew it, it was a dirty hit, pretty sure. He did let down the team. I'm sure Marty let him know about this. But uh, well, hopefully, what's the, the the next steps? What we see him do yeah, next is important. That's what I'm very curious to see. Yeah, you know, I, I I don't know. I think I think he's man enough to know and admit that so he fucked up. Like I I don't think he's that. He's been here long enough, dude. Yeah, exactly. And he 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 knows better. And you know, he he said things a couple times about other players that should know better. And mm -hmm. I think it's his it's, it's it's his time now to realize that. Yeah, you can't you can't you can't be doing that. And same thing too, Zook. Like I'm wondering, like why not? Yeah, what was he thinking? Why did he do it? Like, you know, if you're gonna go and hit a guy like that interference, like you might as well just shoulder down and hit him in the chest. Like at worst, mm -hmm. you get two minutes for interference. Yeah, that's yeah, it's 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 too bad. It's too bad that it had to go down that path, but. I think I think the punishment is fair. The next thing I think is for him. I I really hope he takes this break and and the suspension. Like he served one game already. He's missed a Saturday game. He's got four games left to 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 serve the suspension. I I hope he takes the time to kind of like reflect and really maybe evaluate where he is in in terms of his career. So. I I'm hoping out of yeah. all this. I know this is this is gonna sound mean, but I, I'm really hoping that the team performs well. <laughs> and the reason why I'm I'm saying this more than anything, again, not to shit on him, but I genuinely and wholeheartedly believe that in his spot, I'd rather have a Harvey Pinard, I'd rather have a Joshua Roy, I'd rather even have a Jake Evans in his place. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's contributing very much, and I'm hoping I'm hoping that the team performs in in a certain sense that it forces their hand to kind of take action and really say, okay, we're better, we're a better team without him. And and the reason at the end of the day is going back to one of our million conversations about contracts. I think the Gallagher contract more than any other contract on this team. I think if you get rid of the Gallagher contract, we automatically change pages. We open up the doors to free agents. We open up the doors to trades. We open up really to the a complete turning of the page of the Montreal Canadiens. So, you know, I'm not asking Gallagher to retire early. I'm not asking him, like, you know, he, he gave his heart and soul to the team. He clearly sacrificed his body um, already at the age that he's at to, to perform as he performed. But I think this is an opportunity to really put it straight under the nose of Kent Hughes to say like, okay, with confidence, I'm, I Buy him out. Peace. Yeah. I could take this. I could take this. And even too, if we can't necessarily trade his contract, I'm not opposed to Marty just taking him out of the lineup. Well, and saying, you know what? We're, we're playing well without well, you. I, I, I think, I think Marty's got a, could he do that? Real heart. Could could Marty do what? Bench him or a healthy scratch? Like healthy scratch for like yeah, but like in terms of like his contract and whatnot, that can't change. Like he's still playing no, he's or still not. We're we're still being 
we're still yeah okay well he still thinks so so when i say so when i say so then, i hope i hope gallagher reflects like i hope look it, it it's it's i think what's frustrating everybody is the fact that it's another one of these late penalties like towards the end of the game that that puts the team at risk of of losing and it's happened multiple times like we said and but at some point too i i personally think i think marty has a bit to blame it, of it as well like i think he he's got to stop putting him on the ice in yeah. those in those situations like he's he, i don't think he should put him on the ice when there's like maybe less than three minutes in the game and we're trying to fight to to keep a lead but th th this penalty or this hit that led to the suspension compared to the other ones he's taken this one is not because the game got is faster than him this was he like he literally he looked at the guy and literally went no, after him with yeah. the elbow. And, yeah. Those and other I don't even think he's slowed down though, man. Gallagher, like if you want to, if you want to speak mm. about one dude, aspect, uh, I don't you, think he's he, he's one step behind, dude. Um, I don't, I don't feel know, it. man. I, I I I I when you when you watch it live, like yeah, okay, like he's good. Live, I haven't seen a game like yet he, he he's good at at he's good in the neutral zone. Like when he when he gets the puck and he brings it to the zone, he rarely loses it. It's when he's in the zone, he doesn't doesn't know what to do. I think it's his positioning, but not lacking speed. I, I think it's just his IQ. He puts in his, himself in, and that's one of the things that made him su successful back in the day was that he were he was always in those areas buzzing. Whereas now he's in those areas buzzing, well, but he's not. But not, not just that he had he's not doing the same intention as yeah, but so, six years ago or seven years ago when he was dude, scoring thirty goals. Yeah, but he, he had players that could get him the And puck. I think that's why he gets the super penalties. But but he, that's the thing. He had players that worked. He had players that worked for it. Like when he when he was scoring goals with Dano and, and Tatars, because they were the ones controlling the pace of the play in the neutral zone. And all he, and him too. The only way he was gonna score if he was like like two two to five feet in front of the net, crashing that's the it. net. That's so well, whereas now he's there, but he's doing something else and he's creating it's, his it's, opportunities to fuck up but, and but get I penalties still, and things like that. But I still think there's the also, game is still too fast for him. I think the game is too fast for him, but there's also the other element that I find is so little talked about. His hands, his hands got destroyed. He had his two hands major hands. Yeah. Hand. Yeah. He yeah. can't shoot yeah. the puck like he used to no. shoot. Yeah, he, exactly. Not even close. Yeah. So his shot is, I find his shot to be, atrocious and it's not he only had one nice goal it was like he only had one nice goal yeah. it was the snipe goal against new york like that like we haven't seen that he, all season he used to do that often though like that year exactly that year, whatever, whatever it was yeah he used to have a nice wrist yeah that's true angle. now yeah. you're right yeah he looks like fucking jonathan Drouin. like he like the oh, shot yes. changed to him and after <laughs> his injury no but after his injuries yeah, he well, now now he, of course he's playing with McKinnon, dude. He he, he, he just yeah, has but a Drouin, Drouin had his ass and it's gonna score. Drouin had a, had a wrist injury too, huh? So no, but yeah, my, my, my point in all this is that there was I, I really think Marty's gonna have to Marty and and maybe even the GM, like they have to have it's a conversation with him and be like, Look, man, why why does this keep reoccurring? Like what what what's going on here? And when I say I, I hope he does a bit of soul searching, like I hope he's I hope he realizes that like maybe he's gonna have to accept that his role might be reduced a little bit more than what it actually is. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know what you guys what you guys think, but yeah, no, no, for sure. Like that's a necessity, in my opinion. Like I still, dude. I at the end of the day, though, I still don't challenge his leadership qualities. And 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 here's why. And like, yeah, what goes on in the locker room? Like I know Chris has mentioned it for sure. He's a good guy. He carries the group conversations, all that uh, uh, outside of the outside of the rink and all that, etc. I look at I look at a play like like remember when Charlie McAvoy earlier in the year got suspended for a similar hit, and I forgot another player did the same thing. They appealed the decision to get suspended. Brandon Gallagher didn't, so it tells me two things: either they told him, "Look, you could try appealing, but you're not going to win," or it's you know what? Yeah, I fucked up. I deserve whatever punishment is coming my way. Yeah. And you know what? If he really, if he really is apologizing to his teammates, apologizing to the fact the, the, like w- whether he comes out publicly or not, all he has to do, like if he knows and admits, yeah, I fucked up, stupid thing. Like to me, that's that's the sense. That is another leadership quality. Knowing that you fucked up and that you own up to it, you make the mistake, you apologize to your teammates, your coaches. And you, and you own up to it. So, like, I I truly believe I, I can't I can't back this up with any facts. This is just my gut feel is that he is going down that road of owning up to it and being and being a leader. Like to me, that's like, yeah, I know some people are gonna argue say, yeah, well, a leader doesn't do that in the first place. Fine, whatever, true. But you know what? Nobody's fucking perfect. We've all seen players like that, dude. Even Crosby gave some elbows to some fucking people. Uh, Crosby like, did a couple of cheap shots. McDavid, you know what I mean? It's called like, sports. Fucking you know, emotions exactly. and things like that. Egg, man. Yeah. Egg, it doesn't egg, mean it's personal. Exactly. exactly. It's the heat of the moment, egg. man. Like, humans. It, yeah. Look, it's like world raging. Fuck. It, it just happens, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm, it's the same thing with hockey players, dude. Like, at one point, Look, they're gonna crack, or some I, well, stupid well, shit's gonna be well, done. Like you, you know, and that's like you is. said from the start, there, there's a boiling point. If he's, yeah. if if he's ready dude, to, uh, and again, these guys are playing at ready. the edge, dude. The, yeah, like, like picture, they're playing at the fucking edge in the pinnacle of the, their sport. Like, yep. dude, one little thing off the, you know, for sure, it's gonna, it could create. I I I agree, and and you know, I'm giving I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt that. Yes, he's he's owning up to it. And I think he so did, too. And he apologized. Everything like even it doesn't need to be made public. It does. It just has to be kept within the team, the coach, the GM, whoever, everybody in that organization, whoever, whenever. Look, but I think yeah, if yeah. we see Sam on that point, though, mm-hmm. if we see within you know the next four games that he's off, okay. But let's say he comes back, and yep. we don't see necessarily a, a a drastic change. That means that that there's either marty uh not gave up on him but like uh is pissed and that yep. the attitude of gallagher is is not as leadership-esque as we would hope and okay. he's not owning up to his problems that's what i'm afraid of as well too you you mean the penalty way could be the penalties yes plus the suspension basically what happened within the last yeah week, i would say that's when he comes back, and if we don't see any big improvement, I think it's it's going to not end that well for him. With the but I don't know. But I don't know if his game is going to improve. Not his game, but like maybe see less penalties, or he might be yeah. positioning himself in a, in a different way within the game, which might lead to less penalties. 
to, may not to be me, more productive, but, but, but again, I think this is part of Marty's learning experience. Yeah. Him too. He's still a young coach. Very I think even him, he's, yeah. he's going to have to maybe, maybe shorten the bench, shorten the leash a little bit on him too. And yeah. to, like, and maybe not give him ice time with less than three minutes in the game when it's important. If, if they see the other team has momentum, they're going to, they could almost tie it up. Maybe you don't put Brendan Gallagher on the ice. Hundred percent. I, I think I think Gallagher's. Yeah. Look, I I don't think there's even a period of evaluation at this point in time. I think this was the cherry on top of the Sunday. Gallagher, you know, any guy, Harvey Pinard, Armia, um, you know Jake Evans. I know Jake Evans is already there at the end of the games, but no more. <laughs> and, yeah. and 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 the big thing is that 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 goes for let's say when the Montreal Canadiens are holding a lead. But I think they also just have to be, if it's an emotional game, maybe you really cut his time because you, you think about that. That game, Montreal was on cruise control. Montreal had that game yeah. in the bag. Yeah. It was yeah. three to one at that point in time. Like, yep. Why? Why? There wasn't even, a, it wasn't even like a, a mean, aggressive, violent type no, of game. It no, it wasn't. Yeah. And that's, yeah, it was, it's it's totally so random. It was so random. And that's, that's what's just like, what are you doing? What are you I, doing? And all I, yeah. Sorry to cut you off, Chris. Again, but I not, not forgiven, not forgiven. <laughs> five, five. <laughs> I, I, I get a five episode suspension, right? <laughs> five minute penalty. <laughs> <Island's>. <laughs> I actually look. Let's let's be honest. If we know Montreal media the way they are, as soon as he comes back in the locker room, serving, he he finishes his five game suspension. You know, media members are going to go up to him. And you know questions are going to be asked. I'm curious to see what he says. That I I I I don't think he's gonna. I don't necessarily think he'd say why he did it. I mean, at the end of the day, maybe got too emotional, like Zook said. But I'm curious to hear what he says. I'm I'm curious to see if he does say something along the lines. Yeah, you know what? I I made a mistake. It's a lesson learned. You know. Let my teammates down. Let let the team down. I I, I can't be doing that Good again. Time. Like, I I I look. I'll, I'll give him the better for the doubt. And and you know what? Even if he doesn't say it, I still truly believe he 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 knows that deep down inside. But preferably, I would like to hear him say that just for a little assurances. That that's just me. That's just me personally. Mm-hmm. On this topic. Well, yeah, yeah I guess. put it to rest. <laughs> well, that's it. But, 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 well, the top, not that the topic's being put to rest, but then you had some fans that are like, why is Marty benching Arbor Jackye for making, making mistakes and actually going up to the coaches and apologizing? So, personally, I don't think Marty was punishing Arbor Jackye by making him healthy scratch. Against the Pittsburgh Penguins, I don't know what you guys think. It's like people forget that Jordan Harris was benched for like three games prior. Like at some point, Jordan Harris has to has to play. No, number one, yeah. I, number one, yeah. number two. I'm gonna say this: a lot of people are saying, you know what, the surplus of defensemen that we have, we got to trade one. Maybe Jordan Harris might be the one that they trade. Well, he's got to fucking play. If you want to see if he's got value to be traded for, I don't think he's going to be traded. Okay. Yet. Okay. I I don't see it. 
I don't see it either. But uh, I but I, I I personally don't think Marty St. Louis was punishing Arbor Jack. No, no. Saturday against the Penguins. It's it's like Marty says. He, he's basically he's playing the game within the game, like how he says it. <laughs> so he, he assesses that you know the team that the Habs are playing, and yeah. will put the will suit up whoever he deems uh, strongest within you know playing their style of. Of game or or whatever. So if a game right. needs more of a robust player, then naturally I would see Arbor playing. And games yeah. where they need more of a speedy, more of a you know precise, cerebral type demon or whatever, they're gonna put whoever they're gonna put. So like I don't think it's a punishment. It's just the fact that there's a surplus of players and he's playing. He's playing his best cards with the team that they're playing against but that's exactly what that. he thinks it is so. it's there's we got we're not just a surplus of goal he's a surplus of left defenseman yeah it's not a bad thing though if you look at it okay it's a bad problem to have i think you think i don't think so i think it's a good problem to have no sorry it's a good problem to have sorry no no sorry <laughs> it it's a good not negative it's a um, it's a good problem to have yes to have a lot of choice, it means that there are there's an abundance of players that it means there's that means there's are means, useful. Means there's depth. <laughs> depth well, exactly. means, means there's depth in the lineup. So within the next four years, we're gonna like this. I think Ooh. you know what the biggest thing for me, the biggest thing for me that pops up is just again, the realization of how much. Struble has jumped in this lineup. Yeah, man. Struble well, right then and there. More what we're do. just saying. He jumped Harris. He jumped uh, Jackeye. He yeah. jumped Kovacevic. He jumped uh, who else? Am I uh, at least those? Well, three. He ju- Justin, least Justin, those three. Justin Barron uh, right Justin now. Justin Barron, of course. Sent, what the hell? Thank you. He Thank sent you, down sorry. to La- he sent down to Laval, which they're actually playing live right now, winning two, winning two one. But yeah, Kovacevic, man, that's he Jordan frogged just, a lot of players. Yeah, just a tip of the hat to Jordan Harris. And again, I, I think I want to just take a second to go over Jordan Harris and his play. Jordan Harris has been one of the best, like honestly, the most well balanced and oh, most effective I'm... guys. Harris or Struble? Score. Oh, uh, Struble! Jesus, thank you. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a long day. It's been a long day, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Struble has been just one of the most steady, reliable, effective defensemen. Like, uh, I'm I'm just thinking about right now. Who does he remind you of? The guys. Who does he remind me of? It reminds me. Okay, no, I can't say that. I, I want to see if you that. have the same just a person in mind. No, I'm not. I'm not going to have like play like within the, the, the within the previous ten years. Let's say. No, it's not. It's not Markov that I have in mind. It's not no, because it's not he doesn't. Ro- he doesn't have that. Roman Hammerlick. <laughs> no, Roman no, no, Hammerlick. No. We got him at the no. edge of end of his uh, career, of just yeah, along yeah. with like no, Spacek no. too. I'm yeah. trying. To, I'm trying to no. think here. I'm trying to think who you got in mind, uh, Zook. This is really, this is really, oh, don't know. And and it's no, in terms it's of not. style of play, in my opinion. Maybe a Frankie Bouillon, mm. but better, but bigger. Maybe that's close, not, but not him. Or maybe, or maybe, yeah, or maybe, or maybe, maybe a Stefan Robida, but like just with a lot more physicality. No. No, Robbie, though. No, to me, you, he has. Is he right handed or was he right handed or left handed? The guy that you have in mind? I don't know. Is it not on. even Zook knows. <laughs> I don't know what, what, what hand. Hold on. Oh, but because you guys, he, he reminds me of Joel Edmondson. 
Uh, yeah, just not as tall. He's a faster, not as tall, faster, but like similar. Yeah, similar in terms of execution of his plays, man. Just well, simple, Joel simple, Edmondson, but, simple, but rough, simple. rough. Yeah, hundred percent. He's not easy to play with, Struble, eh? No, and, and so was Joel Edmondson. So no, that's or true. Play against them, I mean. Struble, I find Struble. No, no, sorry, uh, I had to say he, that. He it just rolled off the tongue. And he's not he's a small player very, too. You know, he's he, made like. The big thing is I've seen him make mistakes. Like other players are going on the breakaway, and he catches them. And he, he cleanly, yeah. he cleanly yeah. knocks the puck. Like he's done that two or three yeah. times now. And you're like, holy yeah. shit, that's really, yeah. that's an amazing defensive play. He's okay, so 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 a lot of people are wondering, like, what the heck happened? Like, how did Shrubel suddenly go up, for lack of a better term, the depth chart? How is he beating out? defenseman like Jack Eye, how is he beating out maybe Jordan Harris, Justin Barron, Kovac? You know what people don't realize? This is overlooked, but when you're when you play top minutes in college hockey, okay, like don't forget one he he he's he's uh, how old is Shrubel? Like he's 22, 23, kind of like everybody else. But Jordan Shrubel, Jordan Shrubel uh, Jaden Shrubel, not Jordan. God damn it, Chris, you got me confused. Jaden Shrubel played four years, I think, in college hockey, and he played against men. Like, dude, like, don't kid yourself. Like, college hockey is very tough because of the age group. Okay, it's not like it's not like the CHL where it's 16, 17, 18, 19 year olds. Okay, depends the, the depend the month of your birth. You could probably go till you're 20 and then you go pro. Like Jaden Shrubel played against 21 year olds, 22 year olds, 23 year olds, 24 year olds too. Like at the like since the age of like 18, 19. Whereas mm-hmm. Arbor Jacki was amazing in his final year junior, but he was a man amongst boys. He was 21, 22 in top in in top shape for his age. Playing against a bunch of other 16, 17, 18 year olds. Like he was a man amongst boys. So, like Jaden, in terms of Jaden Schrubel, the development level, it's it's very different. And it's really, really overlooked by, by college players. Like, dude, like his teammate Jordan Harris, too. That's why he was able to kind of fit in the NHL right away. Like Jaden Schrubel, he started a bit in Laval and he looked amazing. Give him a try. It's like, it's like he hasn't he hasn't skipped a beat. J- J- Jordan Harris did it. Cole Caulfield did it. Sean Farrell did it. You know who's doing it now? Fucking Lane Hudson is doing it. You know what I mean? Like it's it's so overlooked how how much these college kids are playing against men practically in in peak physical shape at the age of 22, 23, even 24. The only downfall to college hockey is they don't play as much as as a CHL. CHL guys, they're playing like 80-something games a, a year. So it's a full year. Whereas in college, yeah. you're playing 35. And if you go if you go to the Frozen Four, you're, you're, you play maybe, maybe 40, 45 40. games, something like that. You know yeah. what I mean? But but at the same time, but if you dominate at that level, there's a very good chance you're gonna have a very good career in the NHL and you're developing properly. Like college hockey is very underrated. I mean, it's 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 a lot better than what it used to be, back especially back in the, the late seventies, the eighties, the Nyland days, the Chris Chelios days. Like even now, but, like it's it's at a whole other level. But 
don't underestimate performances of guys that what they do in college, especially if they're small players like Cole Caulfield or Look like the Lake quality Hudson. of players the Americans have been have been Dude, shooting out lately. They're, they're unreal. And they're getting Canadian guys too. They Adam Fantilli, Fantilli who won yeah. the Hobie Baker last year. Now, now Macklin Calabrini, who you know, fuck, he dude, a TSN broadcasted a couple of the Boston University games. And Calabrini's unreal, but so is Lane Hudson. And they were showing games against Jacob Fowler in Boston College. Boston College, they're a fantastic hockey team. Jacob Fowler is kids amazing. Did you guys see what uh, Ray uh, Ray Whitney say, said about him on the Spinning Chicklets podcast? It was it was honestly look Ray Whitney doesn't strike me as the biggest Montreal Canadiens fan, but his <laughs> comment on you think looking similar and having an impact similar to that of uh, Dominic Hasek. Uh, I couldn't believe Montreal it. Montreal fans specifically, magic. yes, spe- specifically. Wait, he said that about who? Do- Jacob about, Fowler. Um, Jacob Fowler. Fowler. Yeah. Hashik does not look one, like Hashik. No, I no, don't he think just Hashik. said his his doesn't look like Hashik, but more in, his, in the sense his of impact. I think his impact, impact on the game. So, yeah, elite goaltender. Fuck. Yeah, and Dude. yeah, and that's but that's what he said. Could he he could said be. we have an elite, and yeah, he called out. He said Montreal fans, like in other words, get ready because you have a hell of a goaltender. We don't know how the hell he went in the third round, but he's absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic! He's already won the award for best uh, goalie two years in a row. Come on, baby! Honest, honestly, honestly, I think I, I know we're excited about Jakub Dovish. I know we have Motombo playing well, but I have no hesitation. Like, no hesitation. Cam Fowler was built to play in the Montreal market. Jacob, his, Jacob his track record. Cannot Cam Fowler. Sounds like Cam Fowler, though. Well, Cam Fowler's a defenseman. With the names tonight, it's not happening for us. eh? I don't. I don't know what it's. I don't know. Let's let's re say it just in case we want to use it as a clip. But Jacob Fowler, honestly, with his track record, that's one. With his pedigree uh, Mm -hmm. and and just his character, this guy is built to play in Montreal. To me, his character, his swag. Stamp it now. Jacob Fowler is going to be Carey Price's replacement. Hopefully, good, uh, just as good, if not better. But I think he's our next goaltender who's going to lead us to the to the high level, the promised land, the motherland. I want I wanted to say promised land, but like I don't want to promise that this guy's going to bring us a cup, but this guy's going to make us much more competitive. And again, mm-hmm. I love Sam Montembeau. I love what he's doing for the team right now. I think he's he's at least a playoff goaltender. I would trust him in the net. In, in those circumstances, but I think Jacob Fowler is going to be one hell of a goaltender. But he's going to be one of the uh, top ones with the with like the Devin Levi, uh, Levy or Levi, Levi, yeah, Levi, Levi Jeans, yeah. so however you want to pronounce it. I know he's from here, so I should owe, <laughs> I owe him a little bit more respect than that. But just just to say, I think he's going to be one of these top end goaltenders when the Vasilevskis, when well, Flurry is already at the uh, end of his career, but the UC Saros, uh, all these goaltenders, when they start going downhill, the, the, uh, the relay yeah. is going to be yeah. passed on to guys like uh, like Fowler, the, the, con- the conveyor belt, Zook, the conveyor the, belt the of famous, hockey life. Yeah, the Zook, <laughs> the Zook conveyor belt, exactly. The the the, the development, the, the conveyor belt development program by Zook. <laughs> but all that, it. but it listen, all that comes back to Jaden Struble. Like, don't be, we shouldn't be that surprised at how he's playing so well. It's because of his development in college hockey, a little bit in the minors with Laval, 
and he's keeping us simple. He's playing this simple game, simple game. But you, but the other difference is when he has a bad shift, it's it's forgotten about right away, and he comes back stronger the next shift. You know who does that too? Caden Gooley. Yeah. Caden yeah. Gooley is another defenseman that does that. Uh, that has to do with I think the I find a lot of these young kids within that tier have mm-hmm. that. I think it's it's a new age fucking it's a new age style of player where whereas I find a lot of the older players not the older players but like players of past if you will mm-hmm. uh, when they had a bad shift man it's like it followed them all the way to the fucking bench and then you see their energy on the bench sulking and there's a cloud well, over it. not with those kids you're absolutely right and toughness. I see a lot of the young kids on other teams too have that that's same mental approach. toughness absolutely that, that, that's mental to see toughness that because it's thousand percent great, great to see dude. he Gooley's goal against the penguins was, was beautiful. fucking beautiful it was a beautiful, beautiful play by matheson but beautiful. like just but just the fact that he was able to get himself from the blue line to the fucking goal crease three strides what kind of like um, stretch does the guy have well, well like, we all like saw, we, all saw the, we all saw the highlights what the two-on-one against philly he the way he caught up to them skating backwards yeah. it was unreal yeah. Like Caden Gooley, I'm telling you, man, he's he's our number one. Like, every, like yeah. I I I understand a lot of people are saying Jacki is our potential top defense. You mean now like, or no? Within? No, Jack like, the, 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 the Jack, Jack, I'm sorry, I love Arbor Jacki. We we Chris, yeah. we 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 know what we what we think about him, but he's not going to be a number one like Caden Gooley. Like he's not. But I don't even think Gooley's going to be our number one eventually. Oh, I think he will, man. Oh, a thousand percent. I, I, I really think he's. Think he I think more he's already scratching. Yeah, more than right. Oh, yeah. Well, more actually, than, you know what? Yeah. I think. I think more than Hudson. Oh, well, they're definitely. Fuck those are, are going to be more of like. Degree. You're asking these questions. Well, those dude, are your. Those are your top. That's all, it's a good. Sure. It's a good. That's it's a, a good great point. problem to have, dude. Like, I yeah, great problem. I, I I'm telling you because where's Reinbacker, dude? I've been seeing his games lately in Europe and goddamn solid. Like Dude, I've never he's seen, been, he's been he's picking it up. Men. He's picking it up lately. Like like solid, the team, the team's solid. on a five game winning streak. All of a sudden, very, it took a three goal, man. Like you see his brain, it's <laughs> insane, and he's a good skater, man. I think people are underestimating his a oh they are they his are. offensive flair. Yes, he's a well, good defensive flair, but he has an offense apparently. We're gonna and see him in Laval before the end of the season. Like we're yeah, gonna see uh, even if he starts next year in Laval, I'd be happy. No, uh, he's gonna be here by by the end of, by the end of his season in Europe. So. Gooley's still number one, you think? I don't know, man. Gooley's like, going to be our future. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I think Gooley's going to be our future number one. You could put uh, Brian Becker as number two. And Hudson number three, but then you have Logan three, Mayu, then Mayu. So, Mayu. Oh, Holy <laughs> fuck. That sounds pretty solid to me. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's, it's, it's these are on, all, man. it's all potential. I just want to go to bed now and just like wake up in three years. Oh, well, three years <laughs> worth see, eight. I, I, like, I don't want to see this whole shit. Like, I just want to see three years from now. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Sean Monahan. Oh, yes. These are the toast, I call them. Yeah, the toast. Like toast. <laughs> okay. Come on. So, come on. Wait, before we go on, Kent Hughes. Yeah. Forgetting a f- yeah. Kent Hughes for forgetting another. potential two first rounds for a, for a guy? For him. <laughs> Well, the fact that he was able, the fact that he Come failed the first attempt of trying to trade him because of injury, Injuries. able to bring him back and still be like, we're, we're going to, 
we're gonna still try to trade you. You know that, right? That's Jeez. why you're coming back. So great contract. Look, he's almost a point the game. Come on. Well, Elliot Free uh was it yes, it was Elliot Friedman. So on Hockey Night in Canada in, in the second intermission. It was Friedman and no, it wasn't Friedman. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't jump okay, the gun. Elliot yeah. Friedman said there's a very good chance that the New York Rangers might be yes. looking for a centerman because Philip um I can never pronounce his last name. Philip Philip Hurdle, I, I think that he not Thomas Hurdle, Philip Churdle. Ch- I, I, I'm so sorry, I butchered his name. He's done for the oh, season. So he, he was their third center, no? He was their third center. So yeah, he's yeah, done yeah. for the season. So Dude, then after that, but one hand at number three spot is not bad actually for Rangers. It's really, really not bad. But then Holy. after that, a 24 to 48 hours later, Elliot Freeman's like, there's still a bit of I don't know if bad blood is the right term, but might still be a bit of tension or or bad baggage between the Rangers and Jeff Gordon. So I don't believe still, that. I'm not. I, I don't know if I believe it or not, but like I I I could understand. I guess I could understand it. Then after that, I, I'd on, be surprised. Yeah. On was it either Tuesday or Wednesday, Pierre LeBrun said that. Teams are very interested in Monaghan. Of course. And they are willing to give a first-round pick for him, especially especially if the Montreal Canadiens retain 50% of his salary. That, that's exactly what's going to happen, in my opinion. Because I but, was already expecting that has to keep half of his salary. Look, but he's only making two mil. Not so even. What's, one what's one mil for getting a first-round pick? Yeah, but wait. Mm-hmm. Is it a first round pick for this year or is it going to be for like the year after? See, that's what I'm I wouldn't want to take the one oh, for no. year after, in my opinion. Well, for, for the Cal Calgary's first round pick is for 2025, just so you know. But that's what I'm saying. So why have two 2025? Like, well, no, I, I'd get one for 2024, I get one for this yeah. year's draft. That's what I'm saying. No, no, but I'm saying if teams want to trade their number one pick, but, but for, for 2025 is what I'm saying. I wouldn't I don't accept think- it. I don't think it's going to be for 2025. Okay. Yeah. For 2024, take it. The Canadians already have Calgary's conditional pick, the uh, first round in 2025. Oh, man. There's a it's... whole fucking, there's a whole fucking scenario. Like, like you want to talk yeah. about Anthony scenarios? Like, go look at, go look at the details of the first round pick that they got with Sean Monaghan. That's a fucking whole list of scenarios. It's so complicated. So, question. Well, yeah. Do you think there are teams out there willing to trade a, not a failing prospect, but like a a doc, a similar story to Doc, a guy who's young, you know, well, touted. Look, look the Rangers, the Rangers not panning are, out to this, to this, but but was still young, you know. Dude, like the Rangers, twenty twenty four. The Rangers are shopping uh, Capo Caco. There you go. That's, yeah, but what's his contract? If that's even, if that's even on the table. But what's his it. contract at, or what contract is he gonna want? Well, right now it's I, I don't hold on a sec. Where is he? He's gonna be an RFA at the end of the year. So RFA, can't use yeah. can't use is gonna have to re-sign him. And yeah. he's eligible and he's eligible for arbitration. That's what I'm saying. So it, it's risky stuff. Look, I would I would I would take him for sure. Me, uh, I don't I, you take I, him I, if he if he he's young, you know, there's huge college. ceiling potential, dude. 22, like, yeah. 22 second overall. Pick. I love that stuff, man. Yeah, that I like because look, a draft pick doesn't necessarily look like we picked 
in the first round of paling. You see how a paling fucking panned out? Like, yeah, but he's twenty. I wouldn't want to risk a Monaghan hey, value he's still, for a player. He's still in the NHL. He got a contract yeah, extension. He's still in the NHL. Yeah, yeah but that's a twenty. A year, yeah, like. but that's a twenty fifth, twenty sixth overall pick. Like, yeah, but I wouldn't. But that's what it's going to be, though. If we're trading Monaghan to a Stanley Cup contending team, that's the position of their first rounds, dude. I yeah. convince if Kent Hughes gets a first round pick in return. He's using that pick to trade for a player or trade. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, that's another a thousand. Thing. I, 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 I think at least. But mm-hmm. here, here's here's the concern about amongst most Habs fans is that the Canadians are retaining two other salaries: that of Jeff Petrie and that of Joel Edmondson, and you can only retain three mm-hmm. of them max. Oh, so if, you're, if you're retaining fuck. Monahan this year, good luck trying to retain Jake. You you won't be able to retain Jake Allen's contract if you're trying to trade him. Mm-hmm. When does Edmonton come off the books, and when does Petrie come off the books? When are the he, end of their respective Edmund, contracts? And Edmonton comes off the books at the end of this season. Jeff Petrie comes off the end of the books at the end of next season. Next. So, so Jake Allen, you could trade him next year if you want, or as of next season, and retain salary. But it ain't gonna ha- if if they retain Monahan, you could forget about retaining uh, Jake Allen's contract. So. One team, I think, we could get a first-round pick. Or you look into some of their prospects, uh, the Winnipeg Jets. Right now, the Winnipeg Jets don't have Mark Shifley. He's injured. And, they're, and what, they're, what, what, what prospect would be tantalizing? Well, I always like Colby Barlow, who's in the OHL right now. and you Or even have uh, Brad Lambert, who plays for the, the, the Manitoba Moose. Hmm. In the minors, Kobe so, Young though, man, like he's yeah, Barlow. Uh, What's he up? Oh wow, he's doing really well. Like he, he he's a he's good doing player. really well. Yeah, he's a good player. I think he could be a good second line player, hmm. left winger. Yes. Personally, I'd rather get the first round pick and see and see. He's like another Josh Barra. Yeah, that, that that could be that could be that a good comparison. Another team, maybe the Boston Bruins, maybe the Colorado Avalanche, but th- those are the four teams I could see right now. Let's is... trade back Lekkonen. Yeah, not gonna <laughs> happen. Not, not, not. <laughs> definitely not gonna happen. Um, but a, a lot's gonna happen. I know Calgary is trying to trade Elias uh, Lindholm, so that could be a determining factor as well. <sighs> or he stays with us. Well, here's another thing that's conflicting Look, about Tabs. I'm okay with that because he's he's good with the kids. He's, he's good like in terms of leadership. He uh, he fits the mold of the Canadians very he easily. Really he really does. Fit in like a glove. So he's still young. He's 28 years old. Like he could still play another two years. 28, like, 29 years. Okay. I would if sign him three it, years for like two million to to a pop. I I yeah. would do it differently. I would sign him every year on a one year contract. Trade him at the deadline every year until. Uh, <laughs> And keep him coming back. <laughs> like just the fact that Kent Hughes was able to get him to come back for a second year, and the he likes Montreal with, though. He, with, he with the notion a lot of times, yeah, that it, he loves he loves playing here. I would sign him for two years. You want to know why? Because he could be a potential mentor to a centerman like Owen Beck. There you go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes, I definitely see that Beck too. As well, I keep forgetting about Beck. Like yeah, I, Mishar, I, I Mishar is probably that. not going to be a centerman, but Mishar no. could 
also have, but he, I think he could have a similar style of play even on the wing. Mm -hmm. I think he could be a smart playmaker uh, with better skating capabilities. I but but I also want I also want to see sort of him and Doc together for for a good chunk of a season. You you know you you know what I mean? Like, can you imagine next year's line, a line next season? Let's say Christian Dvorak still coming back. He's the third line centerman. Slavkovsky's playing the top line with Nick and Cole. Well, your second line. I mean, Doc. what if you have Doc, Monahan, and Anderson, Josh Anderson? Where's New Hook? Well, fuck. Even New Hook. We got to put him somewhere. You know what I mean? There's, there's him too, but we keep forgetting about New Hook. We keep forgetting. I, I the, whole night, fucking the whole night, Zook has just been like, you're forgetting about this player, and you're just like, "Fuck!" That completely screws all my plans. It's like the third time he's not. But Insane. it's great. We have that, these great that's problems. a good. Yes, I agree, hundred percent. New Hook was acquired here to be part of this building team, this winning culture. He was brought here for for, for that. He was brought here long term. Monahan was short term. Yeah. So, but I understand how everyone's like, "Yeah, he 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 loves it here. He's great for the the younger guys. He's a good teammate." Apparently he's, he's good fucking player, hilarious. Man. He's fucking and he's a good very player, good player. Man. He's a like, smart player. Ooh. So it's tough, man. I, I I'm I I on I want him traded because I know we could get a good return. But after that, I want him to come back for like two years max at Kent the does same it. amount. Holy crap! If, if he does it, like pulls it off. Oh, we should be parading just that. Fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I don't know what do you what, what do you guys think we could get in return for? But I, I um, I mean, I, I who I knows? Say, but I just say there's going to be a bidding war. I think Kent mm -hmm. is doing the right thing. I know we we've talked about risking injury or risking like or avoiding that injury that Monaghan could possibly have. Mm -hmm. But when push push comes to uh, shove. When push comes to shove. No, no, no. When push comes to shove, honest, honestly, I think we could get a first round pick. Maybe, especially if it's a if it's a team that's gonna finish anywhere between 25 to 32. Mm -hmm. I genuinely think that we're also talking about getting a prospect at the same time, a good prospect. Uh think, for, for think, teams. You think a team's like, gonna give the first round pick and a prospect? Yes, I do think because I think that first round pick is I don't want to say it's worthless, but you're you're basically getting a second round pick. So you might as well they're gonna say no, we want something certain. We're giving you something certain. We want something certain. Well, I think I think they I think they could get that if they do retain the salary. Yeah, of course they could get that if they retain the salary, but they could also get that if there's a bidding war. Like legitimately, Everybody, and I mean everybody. And what scares me is when CBC or the Sportsnet guys who have the Toronto Maple Leafs tattooed on their ass, when those <laughs> guys start complimenting Monaghan and just start seeing how good of an addition, that scares me. That freaking like that that's that's crazy. Like that goes to show just how much they will not compliment Montreal under any circumstances. I think they're complimenting him because they expect them not to be a Montreal Canadiens player for long and possibly. Even go to the to a team like oh surprise surprise the Toronto Maple Leafs. Well, there's rumors, right? Like I hope. Yeah, yeah. So th that I that hope, to say, 
Oh God! But all that, to, all that to say that Monaghan, I absolutely believe that at the end of the day, there's going to be a bidding war. Like I'm mm-hmm. legitimately wanting to take a day off work in anticipation and see it all come to the culmination of uh, of the trade. I genuinely think it's going to be a first round pick <laughs> along with a top end prospect uh, and top end. Yeah, maybe not an organization's number one or number two prospect. We're not talking about game changers, but as as you mentioned, there are teams that have first rounders they maybe got drafted anywhere between you know 12th to 25th that have a high level potential but we're injured the team wants to win fucking now you have to pay you have yep. to pay to play in the in the in the end wow. and, and what did so tampa, all that what tampa bay give for uh Jeanette? They gave him how many oh. first round what how many picks did they give for Tyler Jenot? Remember? It was, it was stupid. It was just and that's what I'm saying. Like, just prepare yourself because I think we're gonna give you getting more than you think. And I think that teams are really gonna make a hard freaking push. And I think th- the biggest thing is there's no what's most reassuring is that there's no standalone team that's at the top of the mountain, other than the Edmonton Oilers who are peaking right now. But there's no standalone team that's leaps and bounds ahead of all the others. This is not Tampa, the Tampa Bay Lightning of a few years back that were guaranteed to be going to the finals. This is not uh, this is not the Pittsburgh Penguins of 2015-2016 which were just a dominating force. This cup is open. This cup is in play and it's in it's in reach for a lot of different teams. And if it's in the reach for a lot of different teams, then a lot of different teams are going to pay to go get that difference maker and hopefully overpay. So I'll leave it at that and hope for the best. Well, you know what? I, I think teams are saying, yeah, if you could retain salary, oh, my God, even better. But I think – I don't think it's necessarily for Monaghan. I think they're trying to get that for any team. Like, I think they're – I think that's a message to a team like Calgary. Hey, if you retain Elias Lindholm's uh, contract, we'll give you a first-round pick or maybe even something more. What that also tells me is I think some of these teams that want are asking other teams to retain salaries because they're looking to add other pieces. Wait, do you think do you think the Habs will have the opportunity to to fix their their whole solution? Not the solution, but their whole three goalie situation with a trade. Oh well, it's the only great. way to do it, but no no no, I'm saying with this trade with, with Monahan, I mean, you think he could like master class that shit out. Like yes, certain terms and conditions for player. I don't. I don't even. I don't even think he has to retain a salary to a team like Winnipeg. They could afford Monahan's full contract, and even at that, they don't have to pay under two million. They just got to pay whatever's remaining from the contract. So like it's it's not it 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 probably not even might not even be a million dollars. That's my point. When you trade someone. At the yeah. trade deadline, the team owes whatever's remaining of that player's salary. But if there's more years on that contract, then yes, then your cap hit affects your team or towards or goes towards your salary cap. But other than that, teams only have to pay what whatever amount of money is left to Monaghan's contract. They don't have to pay the full, it doesn't, they don't get the full two million under their cap. I mean, it's they they do show that for, for technicality reasons. But at the end of the day, it's like no majority of salary is paid by Montreal, anyways. Yep. So, and I think yeah, that, and that's a, like you're saying, the type of money that would be getting spent if if Jeff Molson is walking down the hall and stubs his foot, like there's more money that falls out of his pocket than what would be owned <laughs> to Monahan's contract remaining. So just just let's be clear on that. It's it's uh, not a lot, but it makes but 
it still makes all the difference mm-hmm. as to fitting under the cap at the end of the day. They have to respect those rules. And again, yeah. no matter how small yeah. it is, it's it's just playing by the rules and fitting under the cap. So uh, f- I think I work Friday, March 8th. Fuck. But after 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 the all-star weekend, the things are gonna start getting interesting. That's when usually teams and general managers they have their phones on speed dial, waiting for pretty much, pretty much. So, uh, speaking of All Star Weekend, are you guys going to be watching that? Yeah, um, well, I I usually like to watch the uh, the skills competition versus the game because the games like yeah they're fun and all, but the players are not really uh, playing to defend anything. You know, they're just having fun, right? Yeah, they're not Whereas they're not playing for a home ice advantage. No, or no, no. Shit like but that. the skills, but the skills competitions are, are really fun. I always like that shit. Even as a but, kid, I used to fucking love like, but is it just me? Yeah. But is it just me? Shots. Guys, 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 yeah. breaking yeah. news. What? Okay. Lindholm went to Vancouver. Oh my God. Oh my God. That opens up the fucking mon. What? No joke. Yeah. Sorry Thank- to cut you off. I'm sorry. No, no, dude. Oh my God. I'm so happy you did this. I'm so happy to do this. We don't even have to talk about the all-star break. Well, we will get to it in a, a little bit, but oh my God. For Kuzmenko, uh, if I'm not mistaken. No. Kuzmenko. Kuz, Kuzmenko. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> wait, 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 wait. Um, yeah, Andre Kuzmenko has waived his no-trade clause and will be part of the return. There you go. With So, oh my God. Oh my, yeah. So, Mon- boom, dude, perfect timing. Monahan is officially on top of the sentiment position in terms yeah. of like trade bait, the, the trade center, whatever TSN's trade bait, trade the chart that they have. Sean Monahan is officially the master bait one. list. It's the master pretty bait much, list. pretty much. So, <laughs> oh man, wow, Vancouver, Jesus Christ. You have Elias Patterson as your number one, and now, uh, uh, Elias Lindholm as your number two. Oh my God! Wow, Vancouver all out. They Vancouver wants it, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Edmonton uh, winning the cup. Toronto, Canada's team. Yeah, fuck you guys. We'll show you. Holy shit! <laughs> we'll show you. <laughs> and they still have James. Okay, Andre Kuzmenko five. Wow, like and and. Vancouver saves money, I think. So I've colored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 100%. Yeah, but Lindholm isn't really. Oh, dude, no, he's a good he's defender. He's a good defenderman. Yeah, he is. Zook, stop yeah. it. Stop. Yeah, he is. He's Think of think of a Blake Coleman. Maybe even better. When when he went Come to on, Tampa? Think, no, not. Yeah, oh, dude. I, I'd say he's, he's just. A, he's. He's a better Sean Couturier. I think a good yeah. two way, a good two way centerman. Yeah, he's a very good like two way. Wow! So that officially puts Sean Monahan as number one in terms of the the trade bait. Well, Holy I thought shit. he was always ahead of Lindholm. Nope, nope. Why? Lindholm was number he one. He has more points than him. It doesn't matter. Lindholm okay. is 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 younger. Uh, younger, a bit healthy, uh, healthier in the yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not as I think he had a few injury problems, but he's not as injury No, but he, he is younger. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's a few years. Holy shit. 
That's unreal. Oh my god, live yeah. during the episode. Well, that so. just increased the value of Monahan. Monahan's value just went up even more now. Do we know any other detail? Did they is is uh Kent Hughes right now must be tapping his bubble up? No, no salary. Jeff Gordon is standing behind him, just buffing it. Come on, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, 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 wow. Vancouver Canucks. Holy fuck, man. A lot of people are speculating that Lindholm would go to a team like Boston. He would have fit well in Boston. Um, Like they need they need a sentiment too. Yeah, oh, I'm happy he didn't. Well, he's staying I'm out in the West. Yeah, I mean, he's staying out in the West, so that's pretty. Jeez, wow. Okay. Well, I mean, look back to the All Star game. Like Zook, I, 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 I like the skills competition too. But I love it. Is it just me? But like, it seems like there's a lack of pride amongst the players. Yes. When My, going to these yes. things. Yes. Like, is it just me? Like when we were younger in the '90s and even the early 2000s. Like going to the All Star Game, like there was there was a sense of pride, and like it was good for you and your reputation Dude, as a hockey player in right. the league. And it's, people it's, were fighting for that. We're not fighting for that pride, yeah. but they were putting in well, the effort. And I, dude, I it remember was merited. Sitting, it was deserved. I, was, I remember sitting, you know, on the floor in front of my TV as a kid in the basement, having a bag of chips to myself. I remember and just watching. Watching the fucking game, not only the competition, yeah. but the game itself. Like people and people were hitting. There was fight. It was aggressive. It, it, it was co- it was competitive. Now it's like I see better games at the fucking corner rink here uh, at the park. <laughs> like in terms of effort, like well, you, like it's you want to know that's why it's not they, good, man. They like, got want to have a show. You you want to know why it was competitive? Back, because it was East versus West. It was. It yeah. was. Exactly. And it started to shift when they changed all the formats of the, that the, kind of stuff. When they started bringing Europe. division. Like, what was cool dude, what, remember, at one point yeah. was the Europe or North what was America, the world against North, North America. America North America versus the world. Yeah. That was That was, that was cool, interesting man. too. But that at the time cool. too, they fought for home ice advantage. You go to the Stanley Cup finals. Yeah. Well, who, who okay? Well, oh, it's that I didn't Eastern. remember. You're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They used to they used yeah, to fight for for that. home ice advantage, and That's not cool. just that. Nowadays, it's like, well, we need to have one representative for every team. It's like, okay, but no offense, but if like if if nobody on the Coyotes is playing well, or if nobody on the Ducks is playing since, well, since when has the has that been a um, um, like a, a couple of years? Because I remember back in the day, like growing up, like when we were in high school, or whatever. And elementary school. Those were the years where, where, where there were no Habs yeah, representing they, in the All Star yeah, game. But that's stopped. how. But but that's fine. But like, why this year <laughs> you have to have even fucking players from Arizona, or you have to have a player from fucking uh, Columbus? Because you tap, in, you tap it's into like, each fan base. You just yeah, you end up covering all fan bases. Well, like, you're watering it down. Then basically, you that's are watering issue, it down. And that's why it's and shit. Well, there's like you said, there's no passion, there's no heart. The passion. Yeah. Uh, it's. The skills I, I'll, are I'll cool. Be honest. Yeah. yeah, but that's that's it. The skills competition, what these guys are able to do yeah. is absolutely incredible. And it's like, okay, I enjoy the skills competition, but the second day for the game, like you're saying, it's just brutal. The goalies are just – the goalies look like fucking Timbit hockey goalies. Yes. They don't even look like they're, they're – they, they look like they're trying to dodge the puck, not even make the save. And it goes for the goalies. It goes just as much for the goalies. Like – 
you want to see them make these outstanding saves. If you're truly the best goalie and you're going to the right. all-star game, well, I'm expecting like to see a damn good save from you. Exactly. I'm expecting, and, and there's like, like you said, there's nothing on the line. There's money on the line, but these guys have fucking more money than they know what to do with you it in what, the first place. They, you see what Kale McCart said? Kale if McCart no, wins the, the million dollars, he's going to give, he's going to give everybody on his team like a uh, hundred thousand bucks, like something like that. That's but that's 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 a joke. <laughs> like you said, you think about you're playing for home ice, automatic home ice, regardless of let's say the points on the team. That's a huge that's a huge advantage. And they could look yeah. at each other and they could say, like, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, but we work together and we give our respective teams a chance to win. Let's play. I even I, I think was it the year after Montreal hosted the All-Star? That's when they introduced the draft. That's when uh, Phil Kessel got drafted last, for example. Yeah, um, yeah, it, that, it was. Sure, it was like, definitely after. It was. Was, it was it 2009 or 10, something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was, it was 2000, year, 2010 yeah. because because 2009 yeah. was the Montreal Centennial, and they had the the All Star game for that particular reason. But I remember, like, as much as I hate the guy, Tim Thomas, Tim Thomas was fighting, and he was like, "I want to go back in net to win this. I want to like, mm-hmm. I want to put my stamp on this game." And, and love, seriously, it since that, that I, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to say Montreal was the last great All Star game because it's far from it. I mean, <laughs> we had fucking Mike. We had Mike Commissarek. We had Mike Commissarek yeah, in the All Star game but, who didn't belong there. But no. at the same time, they actually had some pride, and that was the last. I think that was. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that was the last East versus West. Well, also to to me, it's 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 also the voting, like voting for your All Star. Yeah. Like I, I like <laughs> I, I. I'm sure we said this before, but like. The one where John Scott got in, it's, oh. you know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah, you have fun with it in the end, but it's like, really, I don't know. To me, it's just like, send the guys, send the players that deserve to be there, you know, because they're the best in the league. It's not because they got voted in out of like biased reasons or votes or whatever. I, I understand cater to every single market and fan base in the league, but man, like if, if Cole Caulfield is having, I'm not saying this is the case, but let's say Cole Caulfield is having more points than than everyone on 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 the Ducks, for example. I'm just throwing out a, a, a or or the San Jose Sharks. Let's go with the San. And he's not there just because. Well, Nick Suzuki's representing the Canadians. Like, ah, I'm not saying Cole Caulfield deserves to go to the the All Star game this year. Like, if he was scoring consistently from day one of the season, he would be there. Absolutely. Unfortunately, he's not. But he's he, but he will be there one day. But you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I, I don't into, like this voting into, system. This ties into so many other things, though. The voting system, 100% agreed, because it becomes a popularity contest. But I, I also think that these guys are they're way too close to one another. There's no hatred in the game anymore. There is none. There's no hatred. There's no like. Fuck! I remember when Carey Price was sitting next to sitting next to Tim Thomas, and I was just like, "Don't you talk to him? You don't fucking look at him." Like I, I'm sitting at home, go. I'm thinking that, and I'm there. But it's just it's like these guys we need now more are of the Mike Vernon the and Patrick Roy thing. Yeah, they're, they're remember all that? training at the yeah. BioSteel camp. They're all together, yeah, so, yeah. and I understand wow. the hockey community so, is a tight knit community, but there's exactly. there's you, something you, missing. Do you know? It, it even yeah, go 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 go. No, no, no. I'm just like there's there's something missing 
We needed another 20 Arbor Jack eyes. We need an Arbor Jack eye for each team. We need to go back to this hatred, this violence, like the foundation no. of hockey. <laughs> Society, man. So Mike Vernon and Patrick Waugh, I'm going to end on this. Uh, I forgot who revealed it. They re- Animals. They revealed it on the. It was said on the spinning spinning chicklets podcast when Mike Vernon was on it, but somebody said it on the. To- so the night that, the night that, uh, Patrick Wa told Ronald Corey that I am never playing for the Montreal Canadiens ever again. The day before, well, because Mike Vernon was with Colorado right at the time, and he saw Patrick Wa sitting at some coffee place or whatever. And sitting alone, and he went up to Patrick. Patrick one was like, "Hey, so, hey, what's going on, man?" He's like, "How are you doing?" And he's like, and Patrick was like, "Ah, not, not that good. Uh, this city, man, and this fan base. I, I, I think I'm done. I think I'm done. They, they're, they're trying to run me out of town. Like, it's not going well. I think, I think my time here is up and all that." Twenty four hours later, doesn't the fucking bullshit with Patrick one Detroit happen? And, and, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So. Like, but but apparently Mike Vernon told him, he's like, dude, man, if you have to get out of here, get out of here type of deal. Like, don't fully quote me on this. 24 hours later, Patrick Watt lets in the fucking nine goals against Detroit, walks by Tremblay and I'm never playing for Montreal ever again. And, you know, the rest of the history. eh? So, like, (laughs) it's just so funny that you mentioned that, Zoo, because... I heard it the other day. I was listening to Tony Marinero's podcast, and his guest that he had on was talking about that while I was while I was training. So that's that's just fucking interesting. One last thing: Did you guys see the Alexander Degg uh, documentary on Prime? Not yet. Not yet. Watch it. Very good. Very, 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 very good documentary. And that's basically how how to not GM. No, it's basically. Sign a player so much money, but without even seeing him play a game in the NHL yet. I think most importantly, it's equivalent it's, to it's, this: you drafting Alexis Lafreniere and paying him ten million dollars for ten years before he plays his first game. It's also the importance of sports psychology. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Because it was an exi- it was not existent. He, he had he had all the talent in the world, man. Alexander Degl had all the talent in the world. He lost. He lost that fire when he got drafted. He didn't have that full on d- desire. Yeah, he didn't have. Well, call it hard on whatever the fuck you want to call. He didn't have that full on desire for the game of hockey. Like he loved the sport, but young naive kid, eighteen years old. He he had no guidance in terms of like how to behave, how to act, what to he say. Still got paid. That, like. Yeah, he still got paid. And believe it or not, like the guy was still scoring 20 fucking goals like almost every other season. Yeah. But it's it's a it's a really cool documentary. I'm not gonna give too much uh, away, but like watch, I, I enjoyed it. And it's it's the NHL needs documentaries like that. They need more of that. They really need fucking they gotta do like 100%. a broad, broad they gotta do like a Broad Street Bullies documentary. They gotta do like a fucking Montreal Canadiens in the 70s documentary. They got like they gotta do something, man. Like like Prime's pretty good. Like they could do something. Fuck. So that's what the NHL needs. I keep preaching that, but do like something. even Na- like even NASCAR now is coming out with a fucking Netflix oh, yeah. NASCAR. But like like them them two NASCAR now Dude, like Formula even- One fucking has 
as as a Netflix show in the states, you know, like the NHL should definitely. I don't they have to. They, they have to. I honestly, I think it's a Batman thing. I think it's a Batman thing. I swear to God, he's the longest really serving. He's the longest serving uh, commissioner in any serving idiot. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> the raw take. I love it. All right. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, no, don't be. No, you're not. You fucking bring liar. back the cup to Canada. Come on. Uh, only not Vancouver though. Only Montreal. It's got to come back to Montreal. Not Edmonton. Not Toronto. Oh. Not Vancouver. Montreal all the way. I don't give a fuck. Exactly. If it comes back to Canada, it's got to step at the Bell Center. We were the closest that's one. It, that's we're going to be the next one. It, it is what it is. Yeah, we were. We were. I, Edmonton's going to choke. I, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to say it. they're going to choke. choke. Toronto's going to choke. Vancouver is going to lose in the in their divisional finals. Hundred percent. That's, that's it. The cup is going to Colorado, and and that's it. Jonathan Drouin's going to lift the cup for the first time in his oh, career, and we're oh all going to watch that, and we're going to be happy for him. Sammy, okay. Boy. Okay. <laughs> time to call it quits, boys. We've had enough. Peace. Real, real, real quick, real quick. The Laval Rocket are tied fucking three three. They were up three one, but they're uh, gonna win. Uh, let's see here, a two on one play, a good save by Dobesh. Okay, well, Oops. I think uh, I think that's a wrap um, to all our uh, listeners. Listen, if you have been here since the start, thank you so much for your support. If you're new to this podcast, thank you so much for joining. Please like and subscribe to our YouTube page. Tell your friends about us. It is absolutely free. Please help us share and spread the love for our Montreal Canadiens. Uh, you can hear all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, any po- podcast platform. We are on social media. We're definitely on Twitter. We're on Instagram, Facebook. I think we're still on TikTok. I don't know. I think we're still on Threads. I don't know. Instagram, Twitter is the best place you can find us. Chris, Zook, gentlemen, thank you so much for doing this. Enjoy the week. Enjoy. Listen, man. I'm gonna be watching the All Star, uh, the All Star weekend. I'll watch the skills competition. I'll probably mm-hmm. watch the game too, just for my love for the game of hockey, and see what happens there. So, gonna keep, uh, gonna keep a puke bucket not too far because they're gonna have to kiss Toronto's. Uh, uh, yeah. That's 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 gonna be brutal. That's gonna be absolutely. Yeah, brutal. I'm 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 gonna skip on the introduction of their players. So, uh, so uh, yeah, screw 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 the Maple Leafs. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for doing this. I'll see you on the next episode. Everyone, have a good evening. Until next time. Bye. Bye Good night.